0: Support comes from Adelaide Interiors. Their design team can expertly manage every detail of your renovation and remodeling project from start to finish, from bathrooms to kitchens, appliances, cabinets, countertops, flooring, and coverings. More at Adelaide.com.
1: You know, Nick would be in the kitchen, you know, making pasta and and going crazy. And I would be sitting down, like, trying to calculate a map and figure out like which way we need to go first and like just try to like figure out like what we got ourselves into.
0: I'm Dalia Colon and this is The Zest. Citrus, seafood, Spanish flavor, and Southern charm. The Zest celebrates cuisine and community in the sunshine state. Is there anything more comforting than a bowl of fresh pasta? Today, we'll meet two brothers who can help you cook restaurant quality pasta anytime you want in the comfort of your own home. During the COVID-19 pandemic, while the rest of us were experimenting with sourdough starter, the Bryan brothers were eating like kings. With restaurants shuttered, Nick Bryan had been laid off from his job as a sous chef. But the Johnson and Wales grad put his culinary skills to work at home, where he quarantined with his brother Greg and Greg's young family. The food, wine, and music flowed, but the money didn't. So in April 2020, the brothers combined Nick's cooking expertise with Greg's business acumen to start Pasta Packs. Today, Pasta Packs has a brick and mortar pickup location in South Tampa. In addition to selling ready to cook pastas and sauces, Pasta Packs offers classes, catering, and in-home three-course dinners. Nick also teaches a free cooking class for kids called The Sauce through University Area Community Development Corporation in Tampa. Greg and Nick recently chatted with me about the highs and lows of starting a business during the pandemic, tips for making better pasta at home, and the reaction they receive as two Black men cooking Italian food.
1: Pasta Facts started, is it almost two and a half years now? Two and a half, almost
2: three years, yeah.
1: So it's COVID. You know, at the time, Nick was, uh, he had worked all the way up to being the sous chef at a pretty cool restaurant here in town, Hocanola, and everything was hunky-dory. It was good. He was working those long kitchen hours, and COVID rolled around and changed the landscape for hospitality. Nick was laid off. You know, everything was shut down. We were kind of quarantining, uh, me, him, my wife, and at the time, my newborn, other newborn, quarantining at the house. And, you know, he's cooking all kinds of like amazing dishes, and lobster, and then ravioli and just kind of, you know, going crazy in a creative space. And then reality set in of like, oh man, like how are we gonna pay the bills? It was kind of cool to have a week off and then not so cool. You know, my day to day is in in business. I also operated a design agency here in town, and I, we just put our heads together, man. We were like, man, how the food was so good that we were eating. It was just how can Nick still serve people food and kind of have this hospitality experience through quarantine, through COVID. We came up with pasta packs It just kind of made sense for some of the rules that we set. We made about 10 kits, you know, and the kits come with the fresh pasta sauce and a protein. We made like 10 early version of a kit dropped it off on a couple of friends porches, text them some cooking instructions and just saw what happened and that's that's kind of how it started
0: wow i feel like i did quarantine wrong because i didn't have a chef in my pot (laughs) (laughs) that would have been very useful okay nick first of all we love oak and ola we've had chef ann kearney james beard award winner i believe we've had her on the podcast I asked my husband to take me there for my birthday a couple years ago. (laughs) So love that restaurant. So you must be an amazing chef. Now, why pasta, Nick? Because you could have done kits with other types of food, but why was pasta a good fit?
2: Well, we wanted to come up with the best thing that everybody can kind of execute at home was whether it's the freshest ingredients, the fresh pasta, the fresh sauce, and we wanted to make it easy the idea with the pasta is you can boil it fresh, heat up the sauce, and have everything hot and fresh, as if you would uh, go out to a restaurant and eat.
0: Fresh pasta feels so luxurious, but to make it yourself is yeah. the biggest pain. <laughs> so this is amazing. Okay, Greg, you talked about rules that you all had set for yourself. What do you mean?
1: Yeah, Nick, you know Nick touched on those a little bit. You know, we wanted we didn't want this to have to be like a three hour ordeal in the kitchen where you have to have this knife and this particular pen and, and, you know, every little gizmo and gadget that makes cooking a little easier in the kitchen at home. You know, we wanted this to be quick, 10 minutes. Like I'm eating something that's really, really amazing in terms of like flavor and depth and easy. Right. So these are some of the rules It was like, okay, you don't have to prep. You don't have to be a chef in the kitchen. You don't even have to cook at all. All you needed to know was how to boil water. Essentially the sauce was cooked. The protein was cooked. The noodles were fresh, right? Which means they only boil for two minutes. These were the rules, right? Like we didn't want you to have to like order something. And then you have to like figure out how the best way to reheat it when you get home and you dry it up or you microwave it to death or for pasta. You want to eat it as soon as it hits the plate as Nick is cooking. Like, for the first couple of days, we weren't even sitting down. As, as soon as it came out the pan, we're just eating it in the kitchen, you know, a glass of wine and just, you know, blasting music. I think that era was some of the greatest, you know, DJs produced some of the greatest quarantine mixes ever. <laughs> <You> know, in, <laughs> the in my quarantine lifetime. era. <laughs> yeah, in my lifetime. So we would have on our favorite DJ and He was just in the kitchen, just creating and going crazy. So like that experience with pasta, you know, you don't want it to cool down. You don't want the cheese to solidify. So to keep it short, those were some of the rules that we created. Like, man, this had to be quick. It had to be easy. And you didn't have to be super skilled in the kitchen. You know, we had early customers that, you know, would hit us up. Like, man, you know, it's our it's it's my wife's anniversary or it's my mom's 80th birthday and we can't really go anywhere. Like, I don't know how to cook. We're not really a cooking family, like help. And these kids came in perfect for stuff like that. Like perfect.
0: Oh, that's so good. And honestly, I'm kind of a homebody anyway. So quarantine or not, I'd rather just eat a nice meal at home. Okay, I gotta ask, who are the DJs that you're spinning so we can really recreate the vibe? Oh,
1: man, we definitely, definitely, I think the number one mix that we had on, what was it, Nick? It was, uh, it was uh, Action Bronson's
2: Live from the Moon. Yeah. Those early days of making the pasta packs and coming up with the recipes, that vibe helped fuel the flavors for those dishes. And even now, when we go back and put it back on, oh, man. it just takes us back to a quarantine time where we're just cooking and creating.
0: Live from the Moon. Isn't yeah. that crazy that? we are nostalgic for quarantine it was it was the worst <laughs> of times it was the worst of times okay nick we got to talk about the recipes what were some of those early kits that set you all off on this journey
2: so a lot of those kits we still have available for pickup um in the store but the very first one we came up with was the aliolioli it's like a olive oil based sauce um you have your olive oil your italian parsley your lemon juice a little bit of lemon zest a touch of crushed red pepper some shaved garlic. And then that has the option of coming with a uh, red Argentine shrimp as well. Then another one we came up with was the alimon, So it's like a creamy lemon-based sauce with a little bit of uh, lemon zest. So you get a light pop uh, of lemon when you're in there and that comes with shrimp as well. And then we had was spaghetti and meatballs with a vegetable ragu sauce. And then we created a uh, our plant-based. So we had a lot of people with dietary restrictions, mm-hmm. whether they're plant-based or vegetarian, we had a couple of close friends. They reached out and like, man, we see what you're doing. It looks amazing, but where's the plant-based pasta? So that put me back in the kitchen to create a, a basil and spinach fettuccine with a walnut pesto that's completely plant-based. And even up till today, our, our plant-based friends still go crazy for that one.
0: I would go crazy for that one. I'm one of those. <laughs> I'm one of those plant-based friends. Okay, Greg. You started the business, as you said, during the pandemic, and you two were even featured in a Wall Street Journal article. And the title of the article was, Is It Insane to Start a Business During Coronavirus? Millions of Americans don't think so. So Mm -hmm. what were the ups and downs of that? And how has the business changed since we're coming out of the pandemic?
1: I felt like for us, it was all ups, you know, I mean, the downs, you know, Nick was laid off that was definitely like a mental recalibration for everyone and like the uncertainty. There was plenty of downs. I, I you know, I lost friends during COVID. There are plenty of downs, but within our creative bubble, it was nothing but ups. It was all positive. It was all creation. I wouldn't even imagine that we would have been in a wall street journal article and that we would be where we are today. I you know, I, I think it caught us off guard. It just skyrocketed, man. Once that, article came out from the wall street journal i mean we probably did three to four interviews a week for like six or seven months Unbelievable! it was it was was incredible you know i I, you know to see to see kind of like where we've come now like at some point reality had to set in but every day was just a surprise you know i mean when those first kits that nick was talking about like we just had an instagram right it got to the point where i mean we'd spent four or five hours on instagram just answering questions and ingredients. And then, you know, I sat down one day and was like, we both sat down and was like, damn, okay, we need to pause Instagram, and make a website. We need like e-commerce. We need like frequently asked questions. We need as much of that as, as humanly possible to streamline this. Like it, it was crazy. Yeah.
0: Unbelievable. Okay. Right and now. Nick, what does the business look like today? You have a brick and mortar location?
1: Yes.
2: We are in South Tampa. We've got a, a storefront location. Things have been insanely busy. This morning, I got here about 6.37 and we're getting ready to start rolling out pasta. I did this yesterday. And as I'm rolling out the pasta, people are just naturally walking in. Hey, can I buy that pasta off the rack? And People want the fresh pasta to go with their Italian sauces that they're, their mothers and grandmothers taught them. So it's it's been great. It's been great. I had yeah. to close the store extra early, uh, a little early yesterday because we we're running out of stuff and people are just, yeah. just coming it's- in waves. It's, it's nuts.
0: So Nick, Greg said it's been all ups, but I'm thinking during the pandemic, everyone was eating at home and now people are going out again. So was there any slowdown or it's just all gas, no breaks?
2: I mean, we definitely saw the change. Actually, this year with people going out more, I feel like this summer, with us being in our first uh, summer in in our own brick-and-mortar place, we got to see people from the pandemic go out and travel. So we felt it a little bit, but we definitely try to stay creative with dropping specials and, and keeping people intrigued. We do a lot of in-home private dinners as well, too, so that has definitely been keeping us busy as well.
0: Tell me more about those. Is it a pasta-making class? Is it a catered dinner so
2: in the space we do private dinners, we do pasta classes, kind of anything. We have a flexible space, so anything the guest is really looking for, we could kind of help them um, achieve. But if, like you said, we got a lot of homebody uh, folks who, who don't like to leave the house, or they just want to have their friends over to have a great meal but still be in the in the comfortable space of their home. And that's where we step in. And what was it last week? We did a birthday party. I think she turned 65. She didn't want to leave the house. She wanted to invite her friends over and have like her own little bar. So, so we came in with the three-quarters menu and she loved it.
0: What was the menu? Uh,
2: so they had three appetizers. They had crab cakes. They had uh, mushroom flatbread, so like a truffle ricotta. And then they had uh with a roasted red pepper aioli. The first course, they wanted the alio with shrimp. Second course was a Caesar salad. Third course was a pan-seared bronzini with brown butter broccolini and a uh, tomato cavatelli. And then for dessert, they had a stone fruit trio with a vanilla and apricot marmalade.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh! You guys must have gained so much weight during the pandemic. Having a chef live with you. <laughs> you, you're you're saying no. I know you got little kids, so. Yep,
2: we had we had our we had our morning bike rides where we would wake up and ride about twenty miles. So we, yeah. as much as we ate, we worked it off too. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Support comes from Adelaide Interiors. Their design team can expertly manage every detail of your renovation and remodeling project from start to finish, from bathrooms to kitchens, appliances, cabinets, countertops, flooring, and coverings. More at Adelaide.com. Okay, so for the people who can't make it out to your location and are now feeling inspired to make pasta at home, I have a pasta maker. It's always a mess. It always tastes amazing. And I always say, I'm never doing this again. This is way too much work. So Nick, do you have any tips for making pasta at home, whether it's ingredients or technique?
2: So the, the pasta I make, I would always like to push people in the direction of making egg-based pasta. If that fits your diet, egg yolks is the way to go. Flour is not really the all-purpose flour. It's a double-O flour that makes the the pasta, the texture and everything is what you're looking for. And patience, knowing you have to watch the dough and you can kind of tell whether it needs more moisture or whether it needs more flour. So it's just it's just patience and just kind of feeling it out. It kind of all on the feel too.
0: What did you say the flour that I should be using instead of all-purpose, which is what I have been using?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's called double-O. Double-O. So, yeah, it's a little bit finer. So it absorbs the egg yolks and a little bit different than all-purpose flour.
0: I mean, that makes sense. Pasta has so few ingredients that they all have to be amazing. What about a sauce? I know you said some people come in to pick up fresh pasta to go with their grandmother's recipe, but what if our grandmother doesn't have a recipe?
2: So that's when you come in and you can buy the whole pasta kit itself. So the pasta pack is going to have your fresh pasta. It's going to have your sauce. It's going to come with cheese. It comes with cooking instructions. So... Really, when you get home, the only thing you have to do is boil the pasta, pour a glass of wine, and you're all set.
0: Mm, And I know you even give wine pairing recommendations. Yes, Yes.
2: on our website, if you're scrolling through, trying to get an idea of what you want to order, um, in every description, it it is a a perfect wine pairing that we recommend that goes with it.
0: So any advice for siblings working together?
1: Let's go with the flow. (laughs) You know, like Nick, Nick knows me better than anyone on the planet, and I know him better than anyone on the planet. Probably I mean, except our parents, but you know, I think I think that's part of the uh, that's part of the the energy and, and the motivation that you know kind of pushed us to to do what we're doing. You know, I know what Nick's capable of; he knows what I'm capable of, and the pressure is on from from the moment you know we said, "Hey, let's do this." Like, the pressure is on.
0: Wow. Nick, do you feel pressure? Do you know what's next for this business?
2: Scaling. <laughs> it's, it's, we're just scaling up and trying to get more and more people in here. So it can kind of lift the weight off of me a little bit. That way we can meet in the middle a little bit more with just growing and just activating the space. And in this next 2023, where uh, the lunch vibe is, should be taken off here.
0: A lunch vibe. I like that. Okay, before I let you go, I got to ask, I, I just love that you are two brothers who are also brothers, two African-American men yeah. making pasta. Are people ever surprised by that? What kind of response do you get?
2: All the time. Yeah, we get time. every response you can think of we get. Yeah. Um, but at the end of each interaction with somebody, once they come into the space and they see the fresh pasta hanging, they they get it. They get it
1: people try and make sometimes they'll come in and they're like, Hey, uh, are you, have you been to Italy? So clearly we're not Italian. Have you been to Italy? And they're like, no, well, where did you learn to cook pasta? And it's like, you know, Nick has to kind of go through like, Oh, well, you know, I went to school, you know, I graduated from Johnson and Wales and studied this for a long time. I've been cooking for 15 years. And then, you know, we have people that come in and then, man, you know what? My mom is 85. She's Sicilian and she, she absolutely loves the pasta. She says it's the best pasta ever. And like, so it's it's awesome. I think all in all, it's it's good compliments. All in all.
0: <laughs> wow. Sicilian woman praising your pasta. That's like the yeah. highest compliment.
1: It's been, it's, yeah, it's been one of the best compliments. I think, there, I think we have one pasta that Nick, uh, one particular dish that Nick created that was specifically for uh, a Sicilian grandmother's birthday. It was her favorite pasta. It's Again, we're in quarantine, and her daughter gave us a call and kind of said, "You know, let us know the situation. They couldn't go anywhere. This is her absolute favorite pasta. No one makes it. They don't know where to get it. She can't make it." And Nick did his did his magic in the kitchen and created it. And I would probably stay. I mean, this is two years ago. I'd probably say that they have. Bought more of that pasta than anyone else. Yeah. they would buy it in bulk and freeze it.
0: Amazing. Yeah. Okay, well, I know what I'm getting for my anniversary dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be I'll be swinging by the shop. Is there anything else you would like to add? Nah,
1: just come check us out. We're on. Uh, we're in South Tampa. Just come check us out. Let us know what you think. And uh...
2: <laughs> pretty much, come come say hi. Come check out what we have in the fridge. Come through the website, get an idea of kind of what you're walking into for sure.
0: Oh, my gosh, I can't wait to walk in. Greg and Nick, thank uh-huh. you so much. I'm so excited to, to be a taste tester. <laughs> Nick and Greg Bryan are the co-founders of Pasta Packs. Chef Nick shared a simple pasta recipe that you can make at home, and you can find it on our website, thezestpodcast.com. I'm Dalia Cologne. I produce The Zest with Andrew Lucas. Our digital team includes Chandler Balcom and Alexandria Ebron. The Zest is a production of WUSF Public Media, copyright 2023, part of the NPR Network.